Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success As Listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 164. And I believe, uh, well, this episode is going to be coming out uh, the week of April, I believe, 30th or 29th. And um, the whole reason I mentioned that is because on May the 11th, uh, May the 11th, uh, will be actually the Success Edge podcast sixth year yep six years of giving you guys episodes uh, on here <laughs> so if you've been with me since the beginning which I, I don't know who has um, you know for six years uh, you know I appreciate you guys being a part of this um, I'll probably do a special episode and post it on May the 11th. I don't even know what the date is on May the 11th, but um, I'll probably come out with an episode on May the 11th. But just want to give you the uh, heads up that that's coming up. So, um, yeah, I believe it's six years, guys, you know, uh, that I started the Success Edge podcast. Um, you know, I started it back in 2013 uh, was whenever I, and maybe I, I'll go back and look again. I think that's correct. It was 2013 on May that I Got inside my uh, closet, inside my office, <laughs> um, and closed the door and uh, recorded the first episode. So, anyway, fun times. But uh, anyway, I am uh, right now driving uh, on the back roads of Alabama. There is uh, fields of dirt that have been plowed. Uh, I don't know what's been planted on the right-hand side of me. There is uh, right now a whole open field and then up right over the corner or the over the horizon up here um, as I'm topping the hill, I see all these chicken uh, chicken coops <laughs> where there's about five or six chicken uh, chicken chicken coops or chicken farms right here. Um, wow. And there is hardly any service. Uh, there's last probably 20 minutes I've been driving. Uh, there's n- no service uh, on my cell phone. So I thought I'd uh, just and I just got in listening to a podcast um, by a gentleman by the name of Danny Silk. Uh, you probably remember me mentioning him um, here on a recent episode, uh, New Covenant Parenting, and uh, where I talk about his book, uh, the. Uh, love your kids on purpose, uh, and just again, powerful message, powerful teaching, and again, powerful uh, message. You just got in delivering. Um, I, yeah, man, very, very powerful message uh, that he delivered about love. And um, you know, I don't know if I'm, you know, right now released to uh, talk about that. Uh, Right now, what he, I'm probably going to need to go back and re-listen to that episode again, and and also just talk, you know, think through it, and you know, kind of meditate through it a little bit more, 
um, you know, what he talked about. Because just a powerful thing, you know, about covenant and being in covenant with, you know, a, a fellow brother and sister in the Lord. And, you know, he just used this analogy that was just so powerful that I thought, and, you know, maybe I might talk a little bit about this because that's kind of where I'm feeling a little led to. But, you know, we, in in our day and age today, we really don't understand uh, the word covenant all that well in, in a biblical terminology and the first place where you see a covenant uh, happen is actually with Abraham and God himself and actually Abraham didn't do a single thing uh, (laughs) regarding that covenant it it was actually um, God and Jesus did it and I don't have time to go through the you know, implement, implement, whatever, uh, about that. But a covenant was where that you took both halves of an animal and split them in two, split them in half, one on one side, another on the other side, and allowed the blood to run in between there of these uh, animals. You know, it might, it might be a bull, it might be a, a heifer, it might be a, a ram, whatever it is. And some of in, in Abraham, it was uh, also some doves or birds. I'm, I'm sure. Anyway, where that you know two people would walk through that you know those uh, two halves, basically, and representing a whole entire mindset or a whole entire covenant where. Um, whatever happens to you happens to me. And the only way this covenant or this uh, basically thing, you know, uh, dissolves is if, if one of us dies. Or, you know, really, and when you kind of get down to it, you really are dying to yourself where that you're saying, my interests are your interests and vice versa. And, you know, you hear about maybe a covenant marriage or marriage covenant where that, you know, and I I think that in our society, I know even my own, you know, thinking, I've, you know, really, I mean, I I know that I am sold out to Amy, you know, Jay McCart, my wife. But, you know, even taking it to the whole entire level of, of actual way that, you know, God and a covenant view things. Just a powerful thing and, you know, where that you walk, that the relationship, and here's something very powerful and again, it kind of goes back to what I was talking about in that episode of New New Covenant Parenting where that the relationship between you and that person that you have covenant with the relationship Okay, I want you to focus on that word, relationship, is more important, the, the union of the relationship, 
is more important than the differences or disagreements that happen within the relationship. Let me say that again. That the relationship, the union of the relationship, staying connected, saying, you know, you know, I, I'm dying to myself, you know, basically for you. And your interests are my interests and vice versa. And where that that there might be disagreement, there might be some sort of uh, misunderstanding, there might be some sort of uh, hurt or misgiving, where that the other party might be at fault or the other party might, and that that whole entire misgiving or mis is is it doesn't even touch the relationship. The relationship, the union stays intact no matter what. Wow. And he uses he, he also gives this you know so so this is why the you know new covenant or love covenant that Jesus gives us above the whole entire you know love thy neighbor as yourself you know he he go Jesus goes even further and says hey boys i give you a new commandment i want you to love your brother just as i have loved you right <laughs> i mean let me let me say that again i want you to love your brother or love your you know so, this person here as I have loved you. Last time I checked, that's a pretty tall order when it comes to Jesus saying it. <laughs> right? I mean, because what Jesus, I mean, think about what Jesus ultimately did for us. He died for us. In, in that podcast episode, he, he gives us this dramatic, um, and I, I don't believe I've even seen this whole entire movie, but I'll go ahead and just give it away. It's, it's actually John Q. And basically his son, they didn't know he had a heart uh, murmur or whatever it was. And um, was I not supposed to pull out? I don't think I was supposed to pull out. I apologize. I pulled out right in front of that car. I really apologize. My fault. <laughs> that was my fault. Um, so anyway, John Q. To make the to make the movie, sh you know, short. You know, basically they sell everything because they don't have any insurance, and you know, yada yada yada. And finally, the the wife tells the husband, "Say you've got to go do whatever it takes." So he goes and you know, basically takes the whole entire emergency room hostage where his son is at, and it just so happens that on that day the leading heart surgeon in the country is actually in the in the hospital or in the emergency room that day and the doctor basically says to to John Q you know um, we, we just have to have a heart 
we have to have some, you know um, a heart that fits you know his DNA and everything like that in order for me to perform the surgery. And it just so happens that the only heart that matches his son is John Q's heart, the dad's heart. And without hesitation, the dad, John Q, immediately says to the doctors, we'll take my heart and put it in my boy so that my boy will live. That's covenant, man. I mean, that that's... <clears throat> That's deep stuff. That's deep water right there, guys. You know, you know, we can have all the dreams and goals and, you know, we can have all the, you know, accolades. We can have all the, um, you know, cattle on a thousand hills or, you know, everything that the Bible promises from a covenant blessing aspect that, you know, you're going to prosper and you're going to be famous, all that, whatever. And... And Jesus is going to say, "Hey, man, did you did you love your did you love you know your fellow man? Because everything else is clanging symbols in my ears. But did you love? You know, love is patient, love is kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It keeps no record of wrong. You know, I, I, I remember. I remember I was um, there was a couple." they were uh, very close to Amy and I and you know they were starting they, they had some marriage things going on and you know we just really never thought you know that that it, you know straw will the camel's back basically and where that one day the wife leaves leaves her husband and says I want a divorce and there was no marriage infidelity there was no you know it was just there were some things that you know were going on within the marriage um, some controlling some you know it's just you know just things that they were trying to work through they weren't perfect at them and you know things have kind of gotten escalated to where that it had, things have snapped especially with the wife and I remember you know and, and maybe maybe it's I mean not to say that my wife has never hurt me but, you know, um, I know that there, there was a, there was a time where that I remember, you know, my wife shared something with me and this is before we were married. She shared something with me that really hurt me deep. Okay. And. She sent me a letter with it. This is old school, so where she mailed something. It wasn't an email. <laughs> it was actually a letter. And I read it. And I remember as soon as after I read it, I remember I took the letter. And I remember crying on my floor in my apartment. I was at, in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I remember crying on my floor because of what I read. And I remember going out to, we had this little gas grill on, on our porch area my roommate and I had. And I remember taking the letter and uh, I think we had like 
um, maybe some matches somewhere. And I remember burning the letter inside that grill because I didn't want to. I didn't want it to be a part of my life. I didn't want to read it anymore or have anything to do with it. And I remember coming back, and I just got back from track and field practice, so I was all hot and sweaty, and I was still just so hurt. And I remember getting in the shower, and I just remember standing the water, just the hot water kind of running down you know me as I was standing there just kind of still crying and still you know you know still so hurt and I remember Holy Spirit just saying I mean I was like Lord what what am I supposed to do with this and I remember <laughs> I never will forget this he, he brought this song there was a kind of a popular song on the Christian radio you know station back in those days this is back in 2000 maybe 1999 maybe and it was by a gentleman named Morgan Cryer and the title of the song is What Sin and I remember Holy Spirit bringing the, the song or the lyrics up in my head and it just basically saying you know what sin <clears throat> It's gone as far as the east is from the west. And I remember the Lord saying, I don't know what you're talking about, Tyler. Basically, I mean, that's kind of what the, just, the Holy Spirit kind of gave to me. I don't even know what you're trying to you know, feel hurt about because it's gone. It's under, the, it's under my blood. It's, this whole entire thing that happened with Amy is done. It's, it's not even, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's as far as ways from the east is from the west. That's how I look at it. What sin? I don't even look at my look at Amy that way. And I remember Holy Spirit saying that to me. And even though it was hard, I had to take a lot of thoughts into captivity and the beast of Christ Jesus. I, I did not know everything and anything about. Um, I I did not know everything about uh, you know how to you know combat Satan or combat thoughts. I didn't know that. I, I knew that I just had to take every thought into captivity and the beast of Christ Jesus. I just that's the only thing I knew at that time. In my, you know, my little size brain I had at that time, 20, 20, 21 years old. By the way, I'm in, I don't know, I saw this huge, you know, kind of like thing on the wall, on this mural on the wall. It says, the Peanut Butter Festival, the city, Bernadid, Bernadidge? Bernadidge City Hall. It's got a peanut outside. <laughs> I guess this is where the peanut capital of the world is, maybe. Because they got the peanut butter festival. Anyway. So I had to renew my mind. I had to make a choice. Was I going to do what God's word said and you know that love keeps no record of wrong? Hmm? Was I going to actually do what love says I do? And obviously so. And I thank God by His enabling grace, 
he walked me through that time, even with my limited knowledge of, of how to combat things in my brain and overcome things with the word. I, I'm thankfully and awesomely for 18 plus, you know, going on 18 plus years now I'm married to Amy J. McCart. And I remember going back to that couple sitting there thinking, you know, does, does anybody in this, you know, whole entire thing right here, does, do they, do they not sit there and read, you know, first Corinthians 13, you know, what love is, that love is patient, love is kind. It doesn't, enemy doesn't boast. It keeps no record of wrong. I mean, you know, you can just go down the list of that but where covenant again comes back in is where that we as 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 a brother and sister in the Lord as fellow believers where that we actually you know come together and he just he gave this fantastic analogy I mean I'm just (laughs) just gonna listen to this episode that was just fantastic um it's called christ i think the church that he did this i was called christ church uh, and it's just the title of it is guest speaker that's all it was it didn't have the name day so on the podcast the only way i knew it was from a gentleman that uh told me about it um that he went to the conference to listen to danny silk and um chris Bluton. um but i guess where where I, where I, the other thing is where I was going with all that is he gave this other analogy of the California redwoods, and I think I'd heard this analogy before, but it just really kind of struck me whenever he was talking about this. You know, in Georgia, there's a whole lot of uh, pine trees. And the way a pine tree kind of operates, it, it has a tap root. And usually the tap root is a long, very long root that goes down about the third of the size of the tree. So if the tree is, you know, 30 feet high, then, um, then, the, then, the, then that tap root will be at least 10 feet deep, anchoring that... Um, pine tree, the evergreen tree. So the redwoods, they're literally 30 stories high and you can drive cars through them. They're just, they're these amazing trees that you can literally drive a car through it if you needed to. And, um, you can also, um, you know, they're 30 stories high. I mean, they're huge. I mean, ginormous trees. And they're usually right there on the um, edge of um, where, uh, you know, these uh, Pacific uh, storms come off the ocean onto, you know, where this tree's at. I mean, these trees are at. And their tap roots, their tap roots are maybe only, I think, you know, the way that I, 
believe that uh, Danny talked about it was they're only maybe six feet deep. And you got a tree that's literally 30 stories high. And so the question becomes like, so how does a tree system, how does a tree, you know, if you think about the taproot and it's only that deep, you know, there's got to be something to give here, right? And Danny just gives this fantastic um, illustration of the taproot system, or the not taproot system, but the system inside of the these redwoods, these California redwoods. And you know what they do? As they spread their roots out, they have this root network where that each tree's roots basically wrap around the other tree's roots and they form this network of root systems where that they all support each other. And that is how that these trees are able to go 30 stories, some trees are 30 stories, and be able to drive cars through these trees is because they have this underground root system where that they reach out to each other and grab hold of each other. They're not like an island unto themselves. They're not like the, you know, an evergreen, a pine tree, and you know, a Georgia pine, where that is its own little entity. I mean, if you ever see a where a tornado or a hurricane comes through any kind of area here in the southeast of the United States, literally, I mean, pine trees are just snapped like right in half. And he, he makes this, this, Danny makes this real profound statement. He says, you know, if you're, if you're the, the strongest and tallest amongst your, you know, yourself, amongst your, your, you know, the group you're with, then you are potentially bound to fall. I mean, that, that hit me home. That hit home really well on me. And I'll tell you why it hits home on me re- real quick, because for a little while, for a little while now, I'll say more than a little while, probably for the last, you know, five, probably at least eight or nine, I don't know, maybe 10 years, maybe, I don't know. You know, Tyler, that's me, I'm just being transparent here, has really kind of almost been an island unto myself, if, if I can say that. Where that I really haven't, you know, outside of Amy, I really haven't let anybody else in. I've really kind of kept to, my, kept to Tyler. I haven't been transparent with anybody else. Um, you know, it's always hunky-dory-dairy with Tyler. Everything's fine. And, you know, guys, I'll, I'll tell you, it's only been um, maybe in the last, I'd say, six months, maybe, 
where that I've, I've actually started to allow my roots to go out and wrap around other men, other fellow believers, roots. And where that I'm, I'm, I've become, you know, like I had a conversation with one of the gentlemen today where I've begun this process, where my roots have gone out to, you know, tap into his roots and to, you know, grab hold of his roots. Where that I, you know, kind of been, you know, a little transparent about where I'm at with some things or what I'm, you know, dealing with. <clears throat> and yeah, I, I mean, reason why Amy and I have such a strong marriage is because Amy and I are very transparent with each other. But I, in order to grow taller, I, I've got to reach out to other men of God. And even Amy and I together as a couple, we've got to reach out to other other couples as well. And, you know, possibly, possibly if, if the Lord, you know, allows it to go into covenant almost, you know, with these believers, with the relationship with these, you know, people is more important than being right. That the covenant relationship with, with these, you know, you know, guys that I'm going to be, you know, friends with, or I'm going to be, you know, uh, is more important than if they hurt me or if they tell me the truth about something that a blind spot in my life where that I need to correct something or I don't see something. And on top of that, where that I need to be that way with some of my own, my own family members where that my root system, I need to reach out and in a very easy way, you know, allow them to allow their roots to cling on to my roots a little bit better. Um, I'm, I hope I'm being okay with this guys. I'm just being transparent. But where that, you know, you choose to die for your, for the other person where you become in covenant with them where that you can say you know I I know of a gentleman uh, he and his wife have got a relationship you know for 30 something years with this other couple and they you know were actually probably more than that coming up on golly um They've been together since 1980, 80, 81. So now coming up on almost, uh, what was that, 40 years? I mean, when, when was the last time that you can say that you've had a relationship with another couple or another, you know, brother or sister in the Lord where that you stayed together about, you know, things for even five years at that um, I mean I, I there I there's very few people on my I mean that I can say that about right now I mean outside of my family my immediate family I'm, 
and you know even some business partners you know yeah and I, I've, I just have, I've really got to change this you know where the, my roots go out where that where that I'm I'm in covenant you know I'm, I'm thinking of one gentleman in particular right now where that you know what I know that I'm in I'm in covenant <laughs> there's a couple of gentlemen uh, that I I know that I'm in covenant with I'm I know I am just like I know my name's Tyler and you know quite honestly I probably haven't reached my roots out to them as as much as what I should and I'm just being transparent with you guys wow this is a deep <laughs> episode here wow So SEC, this is not, uh, I, I kind of thought I would talk about something else. I thought I was going to talk about, you know, uh, you know, your dreams and goals and things of that nature, but kind of started talking about love and, you know, what love is and, you know, the Jesus kind of love where Jesus gives that new commandment of, you know, love your brother as I have loved you, love your you know, not as yourself, but as Jesus has loved. That's a new kind of covenant, man. That's a new kind of uh, commandment right there, brother, sisters. Hmm. It's deep. Wow. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know if it was good for you. It was really good for me uh, to talk all this out. Yeah. So, SEC, I appreciate you guys so much. Um, know this right here. If you If you do need to reach out to me, um, you know, I'm, I'm very responsive and, you know, you can, uh, find me on, you know, Twitter or our Instagram or whatever, and you can reach out to me and, you know, um, or LinkedIn or, you know, whatever social media site that you need to reach out to me or even, you know, contact me through the, uh, success edge. Uh, dot biz um, contact uh, page right there and you know I usually not you know unless I miss something I mean because there is a little human error with me I, I will get back with you I mean and the, even the gentleman uh, even s- some individuals that I've had now um, check out my patreon page you know and if you want to partner uh, with me, on this journey and if you're receiving any benefits out of the success edge podcast you know i'd actually consider uh partnering with me if you've got a value at it out of the success Edge podcast i'd ask you to partner just consider it prayerfully consider it you know i believe that uh first entry level is is five dollars um you know to partner and not saying that's mandatory but it's just something for you to consider but, you know, we'll say this right here, that you can find me at um, patreon.com backslash Tyler McCart for that. And SEC, know that I love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. Spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. And gang, I promise you this, we'll catch you on the other side.